Hey yo, Rapsy here. How's it going, everyone? It's mm, it depends on where you are, but it's probably like week four, week five of isolation for you. So yeah, it doesn't get any easier, does it? Um, despite that, I hope that everyone is absolutely fine. Um, and we are going with one more ransom. And here's um, a spoiler alert. This is an episode that took me like two minutes to think of. Yes, uh, this was not the, the most prepared or the most um, dedicated uh, episode there is for for Rapsdom. But yeah, I mean we're putting the random on on Rapsdom, right? So this is what it is supposed to be. Uh, let me check. Discord to see if there's anything lately. Oh right, so John, the video game merch shared um, a blog post. Apparently, Euro Truck Simulator 2 is going to have a whole new update dedicated to the Iberian Peninsula. That is interesting. Um, I think you you've already showed me that. Um, yeah, you told me to ask me if I could recognize any. And the truth is... Yeah. I mean, these pictures do look very Iberian. That is very true. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling I might know where one or two are. But... Mm, yeah, there are things that look very familiar to me, but if I am very honest with you, the the landscape near the coast in that in, in that region is similar, so I wouldn't be too sure. I need to check it uh, later on. Okay, so hi I is saying that VC4 under 14 pounds on Steam. That's the complete old DLC. Uh, you've got to let me know what uh, VC4 is, because as right now I don't think I am aware. Alright, so, uh, Cyber Rose is asking everyone how's, how their days have been. And Frostgamer98 replying, being good, you. That's nice. I'm, I'm glad to know that you've been having a, a pretty good day so far, and I hope that listening to a live show is making it better. Um, and then Veritex posted a link where the Microsoft buying Sega rumor debunked. Yeah, well, yeah, that's from uh, Sega Bits. Yeah, I mean, I am honestly, I think that is a hoax. Um, there are things in that image that don't make sense at all, um, like the trademark, the registered trademark icon on Sega. It's not visible at all, it's just a shoddy copy-paste, like someone just grabbed um, a logo, Sega logo, with um, an invisible background and just pasted it on the black screen. It looks even very lazy, I mean, there are parts on, on, that, on that picture that are not even uh, properly centered and aligned, and there are lots of trademarks, like for example on Mixer, there is no trademark near Mixer or no logo and anything, it's just Mixer written in a normal letters. It really doesn't make sense. And I think it's not even aligned with live, that is either immediately above or below. 
and yeah, the registered trademark on, on Sega's logo on that um, uh, transparent background one thingy. It's it's really a dark grey uh, registered trademark icon uh, on top of a black background. It doesn't make any sense. It looks like there is no regist registered trademark icon. So. Yeah, I don't think it would be legally acceptable. Uh, I think that it would be a major serious mistake that would not go through quality control and quality assessment at all. So, yeah, that is my opinion. Um, Johnny is wishing me luck. Thanks, and Veritex is saying kill the 90s for some reason. Um, Rav reads this reads this card. There is a very uh, yeah, good part. Rav Sieg's new, new show says Nicolas Aman. Yes. Oh, Valkyria Chronicles. So that's what um, Veritex meant with um, VC4. That is interesting. Uh, this might uh, be weird, but I might consider buying it, because Val Valkyria Chronicles is a series that I enjoy a lot. Um, I've only played the first one, to be extremely honest, but it's a game system that is very unique and hey, I love, I do love my tactical RPGs, so yeah, that's just a... And, and Valkyria Chronicles brings a whole new um, setting and a completely new approach to to tactical RPGs and I, I wonder is it completely original or was it any other game that they drew inspiration from when they were doing it? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out I guess. I guess I'm gonna google it later on to see if they had any any inspiration or if it was just any inspiration as in games they drew inspiration from. Um, yeah, so three different people commented on on my talking a lot more than usual, as I mentioned. Nicolas Amanri, is it Rav Six News Show now? Then <laughs> Frost Gamer with Rav reads Risk Discord and Veritex with Rav Six Random Show. Yes, yes, and yes, my friends, that's exactly what it is. Um, there is something that I wanted to mention though uh, before we move. Um, there is something that uh, Nicolas Haman has asked me to do actually a long time ago, but I've only had the chance to start doing now, which is to try to figure out where those tracks in Virtual Tennis Force Game Rip are uh, playing in the actual game, which is actually good fun. I Today I spent log most of the afternoon playing arcade mode and exhibition mode and going into the network and doing stuff like that in virtual, virtual Tennis 4, which is actually... it was actually very pleasing and I should... I think I should continue with the streams with KC's career, uh, but I don't know if people would be interested, like I remember that first time we had plenty of viewers, at second stream not so much, so yeah, so it's going to, to 
to depend on, on what happens. Um, we'll see. But anyways, the fact that I have been paying attention to Virtua Tennis 4's uh, soundtrack this afternoon put me in the mood to go for Virtua Tennis 4 music here in this show, you know? So I'm going to play the tracks that um, play on the background when we are going through arcade mode. Arcade mode on Virtual Tennis 4 it goes with uh, all for uh, um, I, I, I was gonna say Grand Slams, but the truth is that of course none of them is licensed, so they are just imitations, still to say. They have some likeness to the real uh, Grand Slams, like for example the England Tennis Classic is very obviously Wimbledon Center Court and the French Cup uh, stage is very obviously the Philippe Chatrier which is the, the main court on the French Open also known as Roland Garros uh, and the same applies to the US and to the Australian versions and in Virtual Tennis 4 they, they play at a random order you are going to play on all four of them, yes. But uh, whichever goes first and then second and third and fourth, that is absolutely random. However, I am going to play them today in um, chronological order according to how tennis seasons go. Well, there's no tennis going on this season for like at least a month now for obvious reasons but it usually goes like this there is the Australian Open very early in the calendar year it's like on the second of no it's actually the third week of uh, official um, play for the calendar era year so it goes through late January early February and then we've got the French Open, which is in late May, after like a month, or even two weeks, three weeks, it's a really short time, we've got Wimbledon. And finally, we've got the US Open in late summer, which is usually mid-September. So that is going to be the order we're going to play, but just not to be too boring with lots of Virtua Tennis 4 music, I've split them with some favorites of mine. One of them is a arranged version of an old classic from a series that's got music that I love, <laughs> King of Fighters, and the other one is a track that usually plays in Radio Sega's remix rotation. It's, a, it's one that I love that I hope you also will. But first, before all of that, Let's listen to the song that plays whenever we are playing on the Melbourne, Australia stage on Virtual Tennis 4.
So yeah, so um, the first track you heard, as I mentioned, was the Melbourne Australia uh, track on Virtual Tennis 4. Afterwards, there was um, something that was not Virtual Tennis. <laughs> It was from the King of Fighters 14. It was KD0079 for the King of Fighters 14 version, which is a remix from the King of Fighters 99 theme from K-Dash's team. Um, on King of Fighters 14, it was introduced in one of the DLC pat patches. Um, I'm, I don't remember. I'm not entirely sure if it was the first or the second batch, but. Um, it plays whenever uh, Ralph and K-Dash are playing against each other. So yeah, soon enough we are going to have two more uh, Virtual Tennis 4 tracks, the other two. Because the track that played after uh, KD0079 was um, the track from Virtual Tennis 4 that plays on the French Open stage, or should I say the French Cup? <laughs> um, essentially, so yeah, so essentially we are going to hear the tracks from the London Classic, or no, wait, English Tennis Classic, that's what Virtual Tennis 4 calls it. We are going to hear the tracks for that and for the US Super Tennis. <laughs> Uh, stage uh, with something pretty cool in the middle that is a track that I love that plays sometimes um, whenever we leave the 27 the, the 24 7 alone really um, it's a track that plays on the normal rotation um, you know that uh, if we don't request stuff on the 24 7 uh, on Radio Sega Sometimes it's going to play remixes or third-party tracks that are not requestable for obvious reasons, just to change things a bit. This is one of the tracks that plays on the remix rotation, and it's an amazing one. So yeah, so... <laughs> Veritex just said that the only quote tennis unquote game I'm really interested He's in, in his Comic Smash. Yeah, well, um, Cosmic Smash is a major favorite of, I'm pretty sure it was Electric Boogaloo. It, yeah, it's, just, it's one that I always hear awesome stuff for, but I've never tried it myself. So, I should. Uh, try it as well someday whenever I'm able to. Veritex is saying that he only enjoys some Sega Superstars tennis from time to time. Other than that, the only tennis game he's played in the last 15 years was the original Virtual Tennis and the Dreamcast. Um, yeah, I saw the name and thought of Virtual Tennis Japanese name. That's Power Smash. Power Smash 1, Power Smash 2, Power Smash 3, Power Smash 4. Yeah, it was fun in the Dreamcast days for Virtual Tennis 2, because for marketing reasons, the game was called three different things, depending on the region. 
In Japan, it was Power Smash 2. In the US, it was Tennis 2K2, so that it would be tied into the other flourishing 2K franchises um, on the Dreamcast, which they were actually very highly rated. We, I mean, we don't really have a lot of, of followers here at, at Radio Sega, at least for those. But the truth is that the NBA, NHL and NFL 2K games in the Dreamcast from Sega, actually published by Sega, were extremely highly rated back in the day. Uh, some of them are still considered classics, even cult classics, so even though it's not exactly our cup, a cup of tea, or at least most of our listeners, uh, the truth is that those early sports games were a big draw for the Dreamcast. If we go to a list of games that is... For example, if we go Google, I'd say, top 100 rated Dreamcast games of all time, whatever, you are going to see that the top is going to be populated with 2Ks, 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 2Ks. So it makes some sense that they would rebrand uh, Virtual Tennis 2 as Tennis 2K2 in North America. While in in Europe, well, it just stayed Virtual Tennis 2. <laughs> That's just what it, what it was. Actually, uh, uh, the Dreamcast version, I am sure that it had these two um, these three different versions, but let me Let me see if the PlayStation 2 port had different names. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for for Virtual Tennis 2 to be called Tennis 2K2 in the PlayStation 2 because that series wasn't the 2K sports series never really went to the um, to the PlayStation um, yeah essentially um, okay so John is saying I wonder what's Raps thoughts about Hero Truck Simulator 2 that I mean I see that a lot of people are streaming it nowadays, even though it's a game that's a few years old, and I was always curious why that was happening. Uh, it sounds interesting, but very niche. It's, I don't think it's something that I would uh, really play. I mean, I'm, I appreciate I appreciate it, and I appreciate its particularities, like the realism and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not sure if it's for me. It, um, as for um, as for Sega Superstars Tennis, uh, yeah, essentially it uses um, the Virtual Tennis Force engine. So there are quite a few similarities that if you enjoy one, you will most likely enjoy the other. Um, okay, so. Uh, I'm going to 
let you listen to the London stage uh, from Virtua Tennis 4. For the first time at Radio Sega, we are actually debuting uh, these tracks. <laughs> and... Uh, Yeah, while I Google uh, the Virtual Tennis 2, Tennis 2K2 names.
so that was it for virtual tennis 4 uh, and apparently so much tennis music and tennis talk and tennis games which by the way virtual tennis 2 kept that name uh, in the US for the PlayStation 2 <laughs> um, so apparently it's been inspiring Veritex to, to rally the troops so that we might have a Sega Superstars Tennis Tournament on the, on the 360 uh, I'm not sure if it's doable but we will try that out we will see if there is interest uh, we are gonna. Yeah, I think I think it's worth a shot. We are gonna. We are gonna take a, a serious look at that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, regarding the upcoming tracks, it's going to be a very different affair. But let's see what Discord is talking about. Okay, so uh, apparently uh, that track that played, the remix, uh, the track that played between uh, the two Virtual Tennis 4 tracks, uh, from Hyde 209, a remix from Castle of Illusion called Forest of Fear, apparently uh, people on Discord were not. 100% uh, sure on uh, what it was, but that's what it is. So, it came between first the London England stage on um, Virtual Tennis 4 and then New York USA. Uh, and that's it for Virtual Tennis 4. We are, yeah. Uh, soon, soon enough there's going to be a question on Twitter to see if people would be interested to continue watching Casey's stories <laughs> on the on the grand stage yes because my character is uh, uh, yeah it's a not not a quite so uh, positive. <laughs> view on Casey uh, uh, on or but yeah I'm gonna post another picture soon enough uh, regardless the next tracks that are going to play are gonna be from the game that I've been playing a lot of I'm going to I'm actually going to play one track and then interrupt it a bit and then uh, I'll, I'll tell you what it is what that game is after the first track and then we'll have another track from that game enjoy ah, by the way this is not Sega at all
time's up. So yeah, so we have a few guesses on Discord, or at least mentions that that reminded them of something. Rapid Run said it reminded him of Perfect Dark Gaia's theme. Vertex said it reminded him of Soul Calibur, but this is from uh, one of the most epic series game series there is. This is from Fire Emblem Free Houses, which is the game that I have been playing the most by far in these last few weeks. I could go at great lengths to, to explain why this game is so amazing, but it really is. In fact, it, it was so successful that I really, really hope we are going that may going to have similar games from uh, different companies from different franchises. So yeah, so Wink Wink Sega, Wink Wink Shining Force, Wink Wink Comeback.
soap. That was it. Uh, those were two tracks from uh, Fire Emblem Free Houses. The first one was um, Fodland Winds, the Thunder version, and then this was again the Thunder version but for Dwellings of the Ancient Gods. Um, it's funny that uh, Soul Calibur was mentioned really recently on, on our uh, chat, because that's exactly what the next two tracks are going to be about. Uh, the next track that is going to play, actually the next three tracks that are going to play, are going to be from Soul Calibur 6, which I also played a bit recently. I'm going to start with one that is not exactly, and this is very unlike me, is not a track that plays on a stage, like it's not one of the fight music, so to say, from, uh, from a fighting game. Uh, it's going to be from a story uh, cutscenes or story uh, bits. Because Soul Calibur 6 has a few cutscenes, but most of it is on a on a scrolling kind of way, in which you you see a character's portrait and then a, a layer with the text, and you hear the voice and you hear the music. Uh, yeah, just like normal or old RPGs, so to say. But uh, this one. The first track that is going to play is when the main villain of the game, Aswell, shows up and I, I find it a brilliant piece of music because whenever I hear it, even if it's just, just on the computer with no association to the game, I'm, go I, I'm always like, I, I, I feel chills and go like, there he goes again, which is the proof of a really well done villain. And it's also the proof that it's got some unsettling music that is associated to him. Uh, I think that Soul Calibur 6 was very well done, like the character, uh, the character development was great for the new characters and the story is amazing like you if they, they were they were trying to to essentially retell the, the story from the original Soul Calibur game and they actually managed to close lots of plot holes and introduce a lot of new stuff and even I, I just add new stuff, like new, either new characters or new happenings, but the truth is that, surprisingly, it all makes sense, even if things that were just barely touched upon when, when there was the, the original story for the first two Soul Calibur games, it was all made a lot more elaborate and it makes complete sense, like whoever wrote the game story is a genius, or are a genius, geniuses. Um, so yeah, so we are going to listen to the theme of Aswell first, and then the second track is going to be The Nameless Ordeal, 
which is known in game as the event battle 3 but the truth is that it, it only plays on the very final last boss on the Libra of Soul mode enjoy ah by the way after these two tracks there is going to be a third one that is an, a little extra not related to Soul Calibur at all actually it's actually from FIFA 98 to the Saturn I'm not kidding it couldn't be any more random because, well, this is Rotterdam.
The track you just heard was Keep Hope Alive and this is by The Crystal Method and this song uh, was heard or you can not was, you can still hear it actually on the Saturn if you play FIFA Road to the World Cup 98 and if you just hang around in the menus for a while you are gonna uh, shuffle through like four or five tracks something like that at least two of them maybe even three are the, from the crystal method and one of them is that I remember being like 11 12 years old and just messing around in the in the team and player editor and just change things a lot and spend hours on it with that music and also the others I think it should be probably it should be pretty easy to find on YouTube or so if you just look for FIFA 98 uh, OST there's probably going to be some playlists with all the tracks um, Resident SD mentioned that it it is a bit good for a FIFA game, but I can tell you that FIFA games in the late 90s had cracking soundtracks, actually. Um, I think the first one was either 97 or 98, but yeah, it just became too mainstream after a while. Apparently, Keep Hope Alive was also on... Um, Project Gotham Racing 4, which is a game that has close-ish ties to Sega because it is it, it is like a, a successor, more than a spiritual successor. I think it is actually a sequel to um, Metropolis Street Racing um, by Bizarre Creations. I think that's what the studio is called. But yeah. Uh, and it is also as um, John, the video game nerd, immediately recognized. The song is also on Motor Hay Mayhem. And it is on the soundtrack for the movie The Replacement Killers. Also heard in a disco scene in the 1995 film Species. And also the theme song for the TV show Third Watch. Alright, so it's been there and done that. And Resident ST just said that, to be fair, there were a lot of pretty awesome electro game soundtracks in the late 90s, as that sort of music was pretty big at the time, and yeah, that's very true. FIFA 98 is one such uh, track. Uh, here goes a question to Resident SD and everyone else. Um, do you remember, do you remember which song was the main uh, track for FIFA 98? 
It was also very big at the time. But you know what? This show uh, is already over it overextending itself by 20 minutes, so I'm gonna just play the last two tracks and call it a day. Um, the next two tracks are going to be from a series that, to be fair, I've also been playing a lot lately, a lot more than before. Uh, it's a game that I've had for like three years. Uh, not three years, actually, that is a no massive overstatement. Uh, a bit more than two years, actually. And, um... And, on the last month, I've more than quadrupled my uh, online points. I'm not joking. I've had the time to practice, I've had the time to race, and since I was practicing, I was qualifying really well, and since I was qualifying really well, I was starting from the front positions, so there wasn't that much chaos around me, so I could have better races. Yep, it's Gran Turismo. <laughs> Uh, the next two tracks to finish this show off are going to be the main theme, Moon Over the Castle, uh, on its Gran Turismo 4 glory. Uh, as you, you might or might not be aware, you probably aren't since this is Radio Sega and not Radio PlayStation. Psst, but so, I'll tell you now that Moon Over the Castle has always been the the main theme for the Gran Turismo games and uh, the one that I'm going to play is the version for Gran Turismo 4 and then after that we are going to listen to a song from Gran Turismo Sport the, the current game the one that is like officially accepted by the FIA as the game to use in virtual competition so it is big deal and um, the game that I, the, the track that I'm going to play after Moon Over the Castle is uh, Vanquish from Powerless which is the track that plays every time that a sports uh, no wait sorry that a sport mode race is about to start which is the ranked match so to say uh, the sport mode in Gran Turismo Sport is the one where you race against random people from all over your region and whatever results you get there, both as skill or sportsmanship, are going into your uh, official rankings. So yeah, it's kind of ranked. And yeah, uh, Vanquish plays when the grid is being formed so it's something that you listen every time and it, it's an, a brilliant track that pumps you up for the race that is coming actually i've been talking about it for so much i'm actually going to swap my my playlist vanquish is coming next and then moon of moon over the castle uh, is going to close up this episode of Ravsdam.
another Ravism episode that got overextended. Give me a second. Okay, I needed to find this very track that is playing right now. Moment of Eternity from Virtual Fighter 2. I had to find it on my playlist, um, on my library, so that I would add it. <laughs> because I felt that it, uh, just one wouldn't be enough. And there it is. A second track. I'm going to copy just a couple more, just to be safe. Okay. Um, this was not your usual Ravzum. It was random-ish. Like, it wasn't absolutely random, but it didn't have any logic behind it. Uh, we went from Virtual Tennis 4 to Fire Emblem Free Houses, and then to Gran Turismo, what? and then to FIFA. I mean... And it had King of Fighters and Hyde's uh, remixes in the middle. Yeah, I don't find any pattern whatsoever. But yeah, that's exactly what Ravzum is about, isn't it? It's just to do whatever. The words of a man who is tired of having shows that follow specific rules, right? Oh boy. Anyways, uh, everyone, thanks a lot uh, for participating on Discord, or for listening. People on Discord, Veritex, uh, FrostGamer98, RapidRun, John the VG Nerd, Resident SD, I don't think I'm forgetting anyone. Twinny! Everyone who contributed to this show, thanks a lot. Uh, keep listening to Radio Sega. Uh, tomorrow we are gonna have Club Sega with I Need Fruit. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see if there is some kind of stream as well. But by 8 p.m. British time tomorrow, make sure to log in into uh, our 24 stream. Because uh, I Need Fruit never fails to deliver. Uh, his shows are always amazing and it definitely deserves your support. If you want to check the, the entire schedule on Radio Sega, you can go to radiose.ga/slash schedule and you are gonna see that we have live shows every day to keep you entertained and occupied while you are being forced to stay at home essentially that's how it goes um, there will be more Ravsik there will be more Ravzom there will be streams maybe just maybe we are, we are going to see more of Casey's adventures on Virtual Tennis 4 maybe just maybe we are going to have more tournaments on the 360 we'll see Thanks a lot, everyone, and have a lovely evening.